0: Shockingly, the U.S. military is at an 82-year recruiting low. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead.
1: You know, Matt, you say shockingly, but I don't think it really is because back with the whole COVID shot mandate started, I think we pretty much predicted this was going to happen because we saw our people that we were representing, our military, they're like, Uh, no, this is not for my children. This is not for the next generation to get into the military because of what they're pressing on us now.
0: Well, it's shocking in the sense that the numbers are staggering. It's not shocking that this happened because of exactly what you're saying. There are two things, I think, that are really critical as to why we're seeing what we're seeing Mm -hmm. is, number one, the COVID mandates, and number two, the wokeness of the military with the LGBTQ agenda that it's pushing on the military. And both of those combined together, they have actually resulted in less people wanting to go to the military. In fact,
1: people that we knew,
0: um, that we came in contact with, that we represent, that we we worked with for several years and still work with. From the SHOP mandates, uh, some of those are 20 plus year veterans. One of them was a 39 year veteran. And they come from families, some of them. Second, third generation. Second or third generation. Others are individuals that went into the military when they were first out of high school, even in ROTC Mm -hmm. when they were in high school. And they would be your best recruiters. And up until 2020, they would always be very favorable to encourage family, friends, or anyone who asked to join the military.
1: Well, the military back then was about defending your country, upholding the Constitution, loving God and your country, but no more.
0: Yeah, so what they've grown up with is now a different military, and so now the shocking results here are in. The military uh, has not all the branches, but except for the Marines and the Space Force, uh, those two did re- those two did achieve their recruitment goals for 2023. But the Army, Navy, and Air Force, uh, they all missed their recruiting goals for 2023. So the re- 2023 recruiting goals fell short by 41,000 recruits. The military needs 160,000 people a year to join to sustain its authorized strength.
1: 41,000. I mean, think about the 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 national security risk we're facing in this country now.
0: Yeah, and this is a 25% shortfall. Mm-hmm. It marks, and here's the shocking part of it, because this is really amazing when you put it in comparison. This is the worst recruiting performance. It's the worst recruiting performance since the U.S. military became an all-volunteer force in 1973. So as a result, the annual National Defense Authorization Act has to be passed by Congress. It authorizes payment funding for the military. And so for each year when it passes the budget, it also passes the amount of people that are going to be recruited into the military. So now with this drop in enrollment and recruitment for 2024, that's now the smallest military that we have authorized or seen since before the U.S. entered World War II in 1941.
1: And listen, they're having to compensate for that, which is really tragic. I mean, talk about national security risk. They had a hearing back in December. The Arms, the House Armed Services Military Personnel Subcommittee had a hearing, and the de- Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness, testified that the military services have had to lower their in-strength goals and change standards in recent years due to the, quote, complex and multifaceted, unquote, recruiting environment. That is alarming.
0: Yeah, so he stated, uh, listed several reasons for young Americans declining to serve in the military, such as uh, military recruiting is difficult when the economy is strong. (laughs) That's kind of a crazy joke. I mean, the economy is not strong. Yeah. He says because there's more options for young people. So it's not a strong economy. It's a weak economy. Uh, The second point is Generation Z, those born between 1997 and 2012, has low trust in institutions. Well, you wonder why. Uh, the third f- is the military's target audience is smaller. Seventy-seven percent would not qualify for service without some sort of waiver. And then the fourth point he says is fewer young people have family members who served in the military to recommend military service. Bingo! <laughs> well, that's that. You know, that's the that's the line that he tried to tell uh, people, the members of Congress during the questioning. He says that uh, these reasons have, quote, led to a disconnect between the military and a large share of society. When asked by the House Armed Services Committee members about what the military branches are doing to improve recruitment, the panel stated that they were working together to reach young Americans where they are on various media platforms with a resonating and motivational message. However, Some of the members of that uh, committee questioned whether the Pentagon's continued recruiting shortfalls were symptomatic of misplaced priorities.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah. Representative Corey Mills expressed concerns about lowering the physical fitness and educational standards to join, prioritizing diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives over readiness issues and the discharge of more than 8,000 service members for refusing the COVID shot. COVID shot. Mandated uh, the COVID shot mandates led to Liberty Council's class action lawsuit that we obtained to protect men and women in the United States Marine Corps. And obviously, you know, the Marine Corps, guess what? They met their recruiting standards and we got a class action mm-hmm. injunction protecting uh, the men and women in the United States Marine Corps because there were some highly decorated people.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, stellar. In the
0: Marines. That they were ready to kick out.
1: Right, but here you go. Representative Mills stated when you're proven to have lowered the push up and two mile run standards, having drag shows and prioritizing DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion, that probably has a big recruitment deficit as well on the way we actually view our military. And, you know, we talked with retired Lieutenant General William Boykin recently, uh, one of the Green Berets and a founder of the Army's elite Delta Force unit. And he, you know, bled out, he flat out said, the military is not ready for war. Our country is not being defended by a prepared military. And of course, uh, he showed us also the recruiting video they oh used my gosh, they were. with the gal with two moms. And it was
0: a cartoonish type it was of
1: cartoonish, video. You know, and then if you compare that to, say, the Russians recruiting, where you've got you know Hans and Franz and whatever doing the, the push-ups and their serious workouts, and then you have this girl say, I have two moms and blah, blah, blah. And she's
0: in a protest uh. at an LGBTQ pride parade.
1: That's not the kind of military you need. And then if they're lowering their standards, they have overweight people who can't even run two miles and they're running around the barracks, confused about what gender they are. This is not a good sign for yeah, our military. Yeah, Representative Mike
0: Walsh he uh, expressed concern about the Pentagon's main effort for recruiting which had focused on LGBTQ demographics, he mentioned an animated Army recruiting video, which is exactly what you're talking about, Holly, Mm -hmm. focused on the story of a girl with two lesbian moms joining the military to prove herself and break down stereotypes. One of the panelists, Assistant Secretary of the Air Force for Manpower and Reserve Affairs, Alex Wagner, confirmed recruiting efforts focused on this demographic, citing a 2021-2022 Gallup poll, showing 20% of young Americans under 25 themselves uh, consider themselves part of the LGBTQ community. But,
1: you know, I don't consider that community to be a demographic.
0: <laughs> no. And I use so, the word in quotes. While Wagner stated the military is looking to recruit the broadest swath of people possible, he noted that the LGBT community, quote, is exactly the market that we're looking for to recruit from, close quote. Oh so goodness. Representative Walsh stated, it's not working. <laughs> and now the Army has had a wholesale shift back to the advertising jumping out of planes and kicking in doors, which I would argue historically is what soldiers want to do.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, <laughs> get back to the basics. I mean, they don't want to—you know, when, when Lieutenant uh, General Boykin, uh, he actually— uh, you know, he gave these two recruiting videos side by side, the mm-hmm. Russian recruiting video mm-hmm. and the American recruiting video from the Army. It was laughable. Nobody would want to join. So continue to pray for our men and women in the military. We're going to continue to defend them, whether it's on vaccine issues or COVID issues or other religious freedom issues. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website lc.org forward/military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.